Hello, welcome, and thank you for tuning in. Man, I am loving this podcast medium. When I recorded the first piece on the Greenland paddle, there were a couple of other points that I wanted to make throughout that chat, and then I got through many of them, left a couple of them out, where here I can just easily pick up the recorder, add some more thoughts, and keep the conversation going. I wanted to add a couple of extra points to the Greenland paddle overview, just a couple of items of why I kind of fell in love with the Greenland paddle to begin with. I said in the last episode that I really loved how forgiving the paddle is, and it is very forgiving on your body, but it is also very forgiving on your strokes as well as it is very forgiving when rolling. And I think that's a huge one that I wanted to discuss in the last piece and then I didn't get to. So the first time that I was really struck on how forgiving the Greenland paddle is, I was at a pool session and Peter was helping me out with a couple of rolls. I was just doing a regular layback roll and he was taking me through how to do an extended paddle roll. And I remember the very first time I tried a regular layback roll with an extended Greenland paddle, I thought I had gotten the tip of the paddle stuck on the edge of the pool. It just felt by comparison so ridiculously easy to do. The amount of support it gave me on that first try, I just couldn't believe it. So whenever I'm teaching rolling, if I see anybody struggling with one of the usual culprits, which is usually a diving blade or just not getting support from the paddle, I always have a Greenland paddle on hand because if you attempt it with an extended Greenland paddle, it is so forgiving on your sweep that oftentimes it's like adding a bit of training wheels. It'll just allow you to focus on many other things on the roll and not have to worry so much about what the paddle is doing. Not only that, the shape of the Greenland paddle is made so that you can slide your hands up and down the entire blade on both sides. So when you hold it in your hand extended, it feels quite natural. So you can get all that extra support and your hands automatically feel like they're in the right place to do it. Where if you try extended and Euroblade, the hand that's on the blade often feels very awkward. Also with a Euroblade, one of the steps you need to put into the roll is making sure that the paddle is flat on the water. But oftentimes when paddlers are learning, they don't check that the blade is completely flat on the water or as they sweep, the blade will just dive down because they don't have a bit of climbing angle on the blade. So then they get no support from the paddle and it is frustrating because maybe everything else is working. And because they have to focus so much on the paddle, a lot of times the other parts of the roll start to fall apart and then it just becomes this frustrating thing where I've found that if I put a Greenland paddle in a paddler's hand, even if they'll never paddle with a Greenland paddle later on, I find that I'm able to isolate parts of the roll. They don't have to worry so much about the paddle because the Greenland paddle is so forgiving. So they're able to focus on their timing, their hips, how the kayak is moving, what is their head doing? How are they keeping their shoulders versus the surface of the water? They're able to break things down a little bit because the Greenland paddle just allows them to focus on other things. So I'm not saying this happens in every situation. Every person is different. But I have seen it happen so many times that I'll put a Greenland paddle in the paddler's hand as they're trying this and all of a sudden one of those things it's just working a little bit better and they can focus in other areas of the roll. And then once they get everything else down, then we can switch back to a Euroblade because that's probably gonna be the paddle they use when they're on the water. 
and it's a little easier for them to focus on the blade because by then we've kind of turned a lot of those other pieces into muscle memory so they can focus on that diving blade and not have to worry about other parts of the roll. So let's talk about for a second why it is so forgiving. One of the nice things about the green paddle is it's just extremely buoyant. You get a lot of flotation along the entire paddle and it wants to sit flat on the surface. So that makes it very easy for it when you're starting your roll. It wants to be in that flat position at the surface of the water. And also if your paddle has shoulders, which Greenland paddles often do, as well as if you're extending your paddle, so you immediately know with your hands in what position the blade is so that as you do your roll, you're able to tell easily with your eyes closed where it is, what the angle is, if it needs more angle, etc. Another thing I find often is if we are working on sculling for support before we get to the roll or just sculling on your way up through a roll, then the Greenland paddle just allows for that climbing angle to be easy to put on both sides and make your way up. Many of the rolls that you would do for the Greenland competition are sculling moves. And there's a reason for that. If you're able to work on that climbing angle and you can do nice slow movements, you're able to rotate your body and your kayak in whatever way you want. Sure, some of those sculling rolls are very hard to do, but the idea is simply, if you have your skull down, especially if you're just doing a layback and you're just simply sculling your way up as you lay back, if you have your sculling down, you are coming up. That was one of those aha moments for me when I was rolling, is when I realized that I had my sculling down pat. I understood and I felt what it felt like to get nice climbing motion, nice slow, big sweeps. I realized that I was just coming up every single time and that just gave me so much confidence because if I screwed up any of my other roles, all I needed to do was put a bit of sculling on there. For example, when I was working my reverse sweep, sculling also became a key factor because I realized that when I was chest down in the water, if I started sculling, all of a sudden, I just had so much support with that extended Greenland paddle that it was easy to bring the kayak up and under me, bring that knee to my face, and all of a sudden, I was upright without really doing much with my upper body other than just simply sculling from side to side nice and slow. So these are just a couple of extra areas that I find that the Greenland paddle is just amazingly forgiving in terms of buoyancy, climbing angle and knowing exactly what your paddle is doing versus the surface so that you can work on certain rolls. Last point, for example, a butterfly roll. If you get your hand close to the surface in the middle of the paddle and just open your hand ever so slightly, the paddle is going to lay flat, it's going to want to go to the surface of the water and then it's going to give you lots of support as you do your butterfly. Don't get me wrong, a Euroblade will also try to lay flat and will also give you support. But there's just something about having the entire surface of the blade give you support that just feels very comforting when you're looking for that blade support when you're learning to roll. Now, one small caveat that I want to add to all of this is as you roll, 
Ensure that you're thinking that even if you're using your paddle for support and you're working on getting your roll, have in mind that you want to try to eventually get to the role where you're not really relying on your paddle for that role. The idea is use it at first to get up and then the more you do it, the better you get at rolling. Try to rely less and less on the paddle because a lot of the motion and the movements in the roll don't depend on that paddle. So you can start with an extended paddle, then you can go to a regular paddling position, then maybe you can test doing it with only half a paddle, then maybe a norsec and then a hand roll. The idea is once you're able to get a lot of those main motions and movements in the roll down, rely less and less on your paddle. But when you're starting out, I think it's completely fine to move to a situation where you're getting the most possible support so you can focus on laying back correctly, laying forward correctly. What is your head doing? What are your hips doing? What are your hands doing? Are they staying close to your chest on a layback? Which leg is engaged? How is your timing? Are you remembering to move the boat first as you do your roll? So I found that zeroing in on all of those items just to me has been easier using a Greenland paddle as well as when I'm teaching it, oftentimes if I see that they're struggling, then I'll always offer to switch to a Greenland paddle at least for a while so that they can focus on these couple of things first. So I hope that was helpful. If there's anything you want to add or you just want to send a comment, you can reach me at contact at kayakhipster.com. Thank you for tuning in and catch you next time.